Support for this episode is provided by Arkansas Car Clinic. Arkansas Car Clinic is a locally owned business located in Benton, Arkansas. Mike and his team do it all and at a fraction of the cost and time of the big body shops. Their goal is to keep you and your vehicle happy and looking great. Whether it's minor scratches, dents, or you hit one of those huge Arkansas bucks, Arkansas Car Clinic is your go-to locally owned shop. They also handle windshield replacement, spray and bed liners, auto detailing, or if you're like me and find every drive throughs curb, they handle wheel repairs as well. Give Mike a call at 501-575-6357 to get your vehicle back to that like-new condition. Welcome to Inside the Natural State. This is your host, Steve, joined as always by my good buddy and co-host, Andy. How are you doing, Andy? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing good. Other than I can't hear myself right now. Well, you kick this down. Fix that. Hey, now I can hear myself. Ba-bam. That's much louder. I should probably turn that music down a little bit. There we go. That's better. When you screwed up to start again. Hey, well, you know, might as well. Look, it's a gingerbread man. It's whatever. What? Nice. It's what everyone lives for, for my uh, my screw-ups. So, I don't know if anybody else caught the um, the Around the Diamond pod from last week. Hopefully you did. I think, like, at least, like, six or 700 people have listened to it so far. So, um, it's not a bad number. No, not too bad. And that was, like, a few days ago. 700,000. Yeah, I'd love to be somewhere in there. That's how many should listen to us. I mean, Phil Elson was fantastic. Uh, if you're a Razorback fan, you got to listen. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Was not to. But I totally screwed that one up to start, too. So, I mean, you know, I'm getting good at that. But, uh, man, I don't even know. I don't even know where to start tonight. Again, we're kind of in that. Uh, we're going to throw it against the wall and see if it sticks. Hoping you like it. If you don't, tell us. Yeah. We'd like to know either way. If you had something you want to hear about, leave a comment. We'll do the research and figure it out. Yeah, let us know. I mean, we've got some pretty cool stuff coming for Around the Diamond. Uh, uh, Coach Cabo and I have been working on some different ideas. Um, most of them are his, but, you know, uh, he's he's the creative one over there. So looking forward to what we got going on there. So make sure you've liked and subscribed to that podcast as well. It's a lot of fun. Uh, of course, like we said, just had Phil Elson on last week and, and looking at a couple of other good guests. I think we've got Coach Gum from UCA coming on this weekend or this week. So uh, make sure you join and uh, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss it. But, uh, man, how's your week been? You still working? Oh, yeah. Still selling tires. Yeah. Still fixing cars. I still need to come get some tires. I've got a set for you. They got your name on them. I know you say it every week, and I still haven't come over there and done I'm actually going to write your name on them tomorrow and send you a picture. I'm literally scared to let go of any money right now (laughs) with the way things are going. Well, I kind of am, too, to be quite honest. You don't know what's going to happen. If if Next week's going to be the last week they let you work, even if you're essential. But at the same time, is. You can't quit living your life. Yeah. Well, the big thing is, sure. is I think in your scenario, you're in, a, in, a, in an essential business, so I don't think you'll go anywhere unless, obviously, people just stop coming. Um, well, I mean, you got to have people in the door, just like you said. But right. Like I said, it's one of the biggest things is, is people call all the time, hey, y'all are open? Yeah, we're automotive. Of course we're open. It was on that list, like liquor stores. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you would think that, you know, if a liquor store is open, you got to have a car to get around regardless. You know, people got to go to work. Stuff happens, you run over stuff in the road. 
Yeah. Lots of construction out there. I mean, there's still, yeah. I mean, again, in those kind of places will have to stay open. So again, it'll, for most, like most other places will depend on business. I mean, we didn't realize this cause I've kept my youngest out of daycare, but, um, our daycare apparently shut down as of the 25th. I'm like, sweet. I don't have to pay that bill for a while. No, they'll still charge you. Nope. Much. Nope. Nope. They already, they put out that all accounts are frozen. So we don't have to pay anything until this ends. So thank goodness. I hate it. Money. I hate it for the employees. I mean, obviously they're going to have to go under the unemployment line, but it's a, uh, it, it's, it's tough, man. We, we keep waiting for that shoe to drop to where my wife's work uh, shuts down. And, um, we figure that's probably coming soon. I would assume, especially if we get to these numbers that the governor was now, talking about. I'm not about. a homeowner. So, I mean, what is the deal? Are they going to do anything with suspending mortgage payments or anything? Have you heard anything on that? I don't know. We don't have a mortgage, um, but our vehicles, I know, will get like 160 days it potentially of deferment to the back end of the loan. So I don't have one of those. <laughs> I got, got the that one. At the house. We just don't have a mortgage anymore, thank goodness. That's a good um, thing, too, though. Yeah, but my, now I, I am curious because um, – I don't know. I doubt my renter listens to this, but you know, my, um, I know he has a consistent income coming in cause he has, he has a, he's essential. he has a, well, no, I mean, he's, he's retired and he has a, not a retirement income, but a, you know, VA income coming in. So, I mean, I know he's got income, but the question will be there. I mean, now I say I don't have a mortgage. I technically have a mortgage on that property and I haven't, I think, um, when I made the payment last time, there was something about coronavirus, but that was like a month ago. So I don't know, but I do know that a lot of places are suspending that kind of stuff for 30 to 60. Did you just like break your leg in half again over there? Nope. Big toe. Oh, well don't do that. You should. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you ate something weird. I could have gone without telling anybody what just happened, but you couldn't hold it together. Non-acting fucker. Well, I can see was your face. Like you were about to pass out and fall out of the chair. I was, but I wasn't going to fall out of the chair. I would have never broke care for you, jerk. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, wow, that man. awesome. What did you hit? The whole damn table leg was the side of my big toe. <laughs> it is kind of tight quarters. I don't oh, think I pushed the table back God, up. God, that felt awesome. <laughs> Pain don't hurt. Be oh, right. man, that's good stuff. I hope you bump your elbow on something no. really solid. No, let's not say that. That'll, that. that'll suck. So, yeah, I mean, it's been a, it's been a crazy week. Um, again, we're quarantine day. Who knows how many... Um, I'm losing it. I finally shaved today. It's the first time I've shaved since this crap Me started. Too. <laughs> you can see my neck. I know. I was like, oh, this is getting pretty funky, so I think I'll shave. I got court next week. That's probably a good reason, too. It's virtual, but I still got court. I'm still working. I mean, sort of. We're selling houses. I've listed several or a few over the last couple of weeks. So, I mean, I had a closing on Friday, but we weren't allowed to go to it. So <laughs> Virtual um, closing. Yeah. I mean, Sign here in the air. <laughs> yeah. So it's been, a, I mean, it's definitely been term, you know, a lot of turmoil in the air. So we'll see. We'll see what happens over the next few weeks. But we'll keep bringing you a podcast every week. It and, may not be sports related, but we'll talk about something. Yeah. And I may get bored and just throw some podcasts together throughout the week if I start keep getting. Hey, y'all. Y'all doing okay today? <laughs> Might have, to have a live show or something. Yeah. Oh, hey, do we have the? Oh, I think I will we talk have about one that of those. We do. We'll talk about that later. Um, Go, Katie. <laughs> Yay. That, yeah, I don't know what happened to Zach. but Better looking than Zach on camera for sure. <laughs> but that might have been the best live show we've ever had just because Zach wasn't on it. <laughs> <laughs> Stay behind the camera, buddy. You got a face for radio. <laughs> but not a, anyway. So, um, yeah, love you, Zach. Just kidding. We always got to give you crap, though. So this was your moment. Since you left us, where we get rid of you, I don't remember. So, moving on to important stuff. Um, you know, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> 
Smack. <laughs> Never leave it stone unturned. So, uh, man, a lot of action with the Hawk basketball team this week, though. So, yeah. Jalen uh, gone. Mason yeah. gone. So, Jalen decides to. Somebody else is going to leave, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But so Jalen decides to take his talents somebody. elsewhere. Uh, what talent? Hey, he can pass the ball. Good. He has some, and his shot got a lot better this year. He did look a lot better this year. There were a couple of games I don't. If he wouldn't have played, I don't think we, there were a couple. I know we won because of him. Uh, there were a couple we lost or could have lost, lost because of him too. That, that oh, I'm gonna throw the ball to you. Take it down there and give us two points. I think yeah. it's Mississippi State. What was the, was the Mississippi State home game? The Missouri game he tried to as well at the end of the Missouri game. Remember if you this, the, the game at home, Missouri game at home. Pass. Yeah, the Mississippi State team again. That's he did that as well. Yeah, I remember that one. I was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. So <laughs> give it to Stevens. Let Stevens play if you're going to do that. Come something. On. So that'll be. I I was a little. Were you surprised by that move? Honestly, it, I didn't expect him to leave because he'd be going into a senior season. But you know, I mean, anybody after this season, we talked about that a lot, knowing we were going to lose a few just because of this, and just who was going to transfer in or transfer out. Seems like Mus is going to keep it rolling like that and stay in the transfer portal as well as have the four monsters coming in for their freshman season. Yeah. Hopefully. I just, I, I don't know. Like the reason I found it a little surprising um, and more so after the Mason Jones news when he, when he declared and, and obviously Mason can come back, but um, yeah, he hadn't signed an agent. I not signed an agent yet. Right. Excuse me. I can't talk today. <laughs> and so I was a little surprised by that just because you would think um, that Jalen may get to handle the ball more, but I think this probably is more along the lines well, of a guy. Leaving for sure. I mean, well, well, yeah, but well, but I think he's good with the ball in his hand as far as acceleration and everything else with it. Just some of the passes might not be the smartest. Well, and I think your guy that you're going to see, if not initially, but definitely KK? develop into the role, will be KK. Oh yeah. So that and and, and that may be more of the reason why Jalen made the decision he did. There's well, also. There's also some big, and we'll get into this in a few minutes, but there's some big-time you know, names in the transfer portal. Some names that we had kind of looked over before because they Eagle were guards. handles the ball pretty well, too, though, and he's a little bigger. Yeah, so, and I mean, he can. He's 6'4", six, 6'4 four, six, four maybe. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, going to this year, he was 6'4", so. Yeah, so and, and he'll, he'll, he'll be a big piece. But, you know, talking to um, – and if, you, you know, if you're on Twitter, you know who – but I was talking to Penso the other night um, in, a, in a chat, and he was talking about – you know, how good KK really is and that it was, you know, him going to Oak Hill was probably, um, it almost hurt Arkansas because he, but playing with, I think it's Cam Thomas that's over there um, or Cam something. There's a Cam somebody, not Cam Thomas. That's right. I don't know who it is. But anyway, there's somebody else that plays with him over at Oak Hill. And, um, and he is a top level player. Uh, and I cannot remember the name. But anyway, that, that kind of hindered KK's ability to kind of show off what he can do. And so it actually helped Arkansas because it was, I think KK wanted to end up at, uh, at uh, North Carolina. He was just waiting on a North Carolina offer and it never came. Um, but, uh, but so, you know, I think KK will end up being the guy that will, that will end up taking over at that guard, at that point guard position. So that could be a big reason with Jalen leaving. The question though is, I mean, you know, they want to probably bring in two grad transfers at this point. Um, you spoke about one of those. I remember seeing the, the little up about it that you posted, the little, I can't think now, the picture that you had of the guy talking about getting the ad, Justin something. Oh, yeah. So you've got so you've got a couple of different guys, um, and I'll pull that up. Let me get this out of my way. Do, 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 do. I'll make Steve sound. So, so Justin Turner is one of them. That's uh, the one. 
Yeah, he's a guy out of Bowling Green. Uh, he'll be a grad transfer, immediately eligible. He averaged almost 19 points a game last year, 4.6 rebounds, 2.5 assists, uh, and shot 43% from the field. So this is a guy that's going to come in. That If he can get a shot up, I mean, the bucket transfers no matter what league you're in. Yeah, 6'4", 205. That works. I mean, you he got, handles the ball. Yeah, great. Yeah, he's a guard. I mean, great, great size out of that guard position would be a – that would be an upgrade over Jalen at this point. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. And, and would probably be a guy, I mean, he's in the size range. Does he shoot free throws well? Because well, that's kind of important. Uh, 88%? I'll take it. Does that work for you? Works for me. <laughs> that was last year. I just um, hope it transfers to SEC ball. Yeah, we we say this hoping to get this guy. We don't have him yet. You don't know. We don't, but I think everything's really leaning in that direction. I'm still a fan um, of Kyrie Walker, but I doubt we see him either. Yeah, and it went again. Every it's time he again. every time he comes out and says top five schools or top this, then he disappears for months. So, and he that's once again happened. So, who knows what the heck's going to happen with Kyrie Walker? Um, his Twitter handle's kind of gone quiet too. Yeah, I mean he's he's shut it down and and I don't know maybe maybe he ends up I think he ends up overseas I don't see how he winds up playing anywhere and now with everything up in the air he can't even go visit anywhere so who knows it probably is going to benefit him just to go overseas whenever that opens back up um, but uh, you know talking about Mason's decision so I did a lot of digging through mock drafts they're not on there him or or Joe other than I think NBA draft room maybe has Isaiah in the late second round. I just don't get that. I don't get how you would throw your name out there. And, you know, there again, they could be looking at this going, we don't know if this guy's going to leave, so we're not even going to put him on our draft board. But how do you miss on a guy who's averaged 22 points a game his junior season and was a SEC co-player of the year? Yeah, so I was talking with my neighbor, um, who's a big-time basketball guy. The guy across and, the street? Yeah. Uh, the basketball court in his yard? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Full-size okay. basketball court. You know, his kid's yeah. kind of a top player out at Oak Hill. Um, with KK. Yeah, with KK. He's just a year behind. Right. And so um, we were talking about this situation yesterday. One of the things we, we, we both mentioned was if he does get this opportunity and if he's really being, you know, told or given some, you know, some good info and, and feedback on where he may land, it's possible that he's just simply benefiting off of this 22-point-a-game year and how good he looked because you you've started to see some of the analysts pick up on him on on social media really starting to put some you know especially nobody having anything to do putting a lot of stuff out on him it may benefit him to not have these workouts to not have a combine and to just have a draft assuming they even have a draft so now if they don't have a draft obviously everybody comes back unless you want to go overseas which that may not happen either at this point. So Yeah, we don't know anything right now. There's a lot of questions, obviously, but, I mean, I just wonder why in the world he would make that decision at this point other than maybe he thinks there's going to be so much talent here next year that he's going to have a tough time um, getting the minutes and scoring at, at the volume he did this year. Yeah. I mean, but he – how many points he averaged last year? Was it like 13 and a half or 14 and a half? Uh, Could have been up to 16. I can't remember. It was one of them did 13, one of them had 16. Yeah, so he only averaged right at 14 a game last year. Yeah, but, I mean, you upkick that by eight. eight points a game. Yeah. I mean, and then there was a couple games in there where he didn't play, he didn't play with the AC joint. Right. And then he had the other one. He had a zero-point game. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Isaiah had one too. But, I mean, a zero-point game kills anything to do with an average statistic. Right. Well – 
Ooh, I'm going to punch the, punch the mic there. Yeah, let me help you. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm curious to see what kind of feedback he gets. Obviously, like we said, he doesn't have to sign an agent. He hasn't signed an agent. He doesn't have to go at this point. Now, once he signs an agent, he's gone. Um, but of it'll course, be interesting. I'm one of the ones that thinks Daniel Gafford should have stayed another year, too. But, yeah. I mean, he came out and didn't. He got drafted, then he got dropped to G League, and then was looking like a straight star for the last you know, 15, 20 games, maybe, you think? Yeah. Since heard, the All-Star break. I think I read on – Twitter yesterday, I think Sorry. it was Danny West put out that he saw Gafford just walking up and down the streets of Fayetteville yesterday. So <laughs> really, <laughs> he's in town. I guess mm. hanging out for the pandemic in Fayetteville. It's like I'm not going to El Dorado. I'm yeah, going to go to Fayetteville. <laughs> where he should have been this year anyway. Yeah. Well, obviously, that have really sucked to gone into it and been like, oh look, we can play for the national title and no. and nothing. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awful. China. Right. Thanks, China. But um, yeah, it'll be it'll be season that could have been. It'll be interesting to see how how what what kind of grade Mason ends up getting back, um, or I guess what kind of feedback he gets and where they where they figure he'll land. Again, the NBA always ends up you know drafting on potential more than anything else, and so Mason Jones is oozing with potential. That's for sure. He's it, got a hell of a shot. He's big. Well, and he's bigger yeah. for a guard. Yeah, he has that. He has great he size. He has the size for sure. Yeah, and he proved that body's in, built. He's tough. Yeah, I mean, as many times that guy hits the ground in a game to get up and get back in it, he's never really limping or beat up. I mean, he's built for it. Yeah, and you see the improvement he put in under in an actual NBA coach, NBA system with an NBA coach, mm-hmm. and that, dropping thirty five pounds. Yeah, that's got to help as well when you look at what he what his next level potential is. So, I think that's I. It wouldn't surprise me to see him. I'd want to know. Muss, I'd really want to know Muss's opinion. You know, he actually He's not going to give something like that. Out, I don't think. No, and he—I mean—he made some comments on him and and what he, you know, his what his thoughts on it were. And I, I actually haven't read them. I know I've seen them, um, but I, obviously he's not going to come out and say anything that he that, he, that I don't think you know he he's not going to be completely straightforward because you're not going to bash a guy if you don't agree with his decision to make that move. But um, I would be curious too to know. I think he's ready. Um, I think he's, you know, like we said, he's got the size. He's, he's, you know, he showed this year that he can play with anybody and that not a lot of guys can guard him. If he plays with that chip on his shoulder like he did this year at the next level, he's going to be a heck of a player at the next level. No doubt. So I hope he gets his shot, obviously. Um, he's not flashy around the rim, though. I mean, he puts it up there for functionality. When he can go down and throw it down, full well can. Yeah. But he'll lay it up. Yeah. So, and then some of we, that stuff I'd like to see him finish stronger, you know, just, I mean, really just get after it and go. Well, let's be real. I would have loved to see Arkansas finish at the rim a lot better across With the board. Anybody. Not just Mason, uh, you know, Adrio. Adrio, any of those guys. Adrio was pretty mean around the rim. It was really Ethan Henderson was always the guy that just <laughs> oh, frustrated me. Just frustrated me when he got to the rim. So. Six, eight, jump out the gym, and I'm going to throw it up there. Oh, it loses in my hand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and then, so switching gears a little bit, or shifting over to Isaiah Joe, he seems to be the more, at least, at least from what I've seen, he's the only guy I've seen in a mock draft that is getting drafted in one of the two rounds, and it's late. He hasn't second. made a decision yet, and yeah, he doesn't need to go back to school, kid. And I think he's going to find number one. I think the NBA is going to look at him with some maybe some durability issues. Yeah. Um, his size, he still needs to put on a few more pounds, probably. Yeah, legs like toothpicks. Yeah. Come on. And then, and then from there, I think his shot—you know—his shot went down significantly this, this year. Yeah, um, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I know his shot was down significantly. So um, that's—you know—those two things by themselves, I think, will keep him from being a high, 
um, a high draft pick, especially a lottery pick, as was being talked about before the season started. Um, so I would think that Joe will come back for sure. And I still am not ruling out that, that Mason Jones ends up coming back. It's just there's so much craziness, so much fluidity with what this, uh, with what the draft is going to look like if there's even going to be a draft. They had a good SEC tournament. And the team had the potential to still be playing in the NCAA tournament had they made it. Yeah, well, in my opinion. Well, and I think even if they were able to do that, (laughs) if they were if they were able to do that, but more importantly than even that is, had they been able to have a combine and everything else, and he goes and works out for teams. Now I think it's a different animal. Well, that's just the thing. Like I said, I mean, when you go into that NCAA tournament. That is a time when you can showcase in front of everybody that's watching. Yeah. Certain times of the season or smaller schools or if you're not getting that, you know, national airtime, you don't get to be seen unless somebody is deliberately coming to look at you. Right. You have to go and get there in front of them somehow, some way. And that wouldn't, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, it, it's unfortunate, but it may end up being fortunate for Arkansas when it's all said and done, just because we may end up, you know, benefiting from it if we can get both of them back. Um, you know, there's a lot in the, uh, you know, there's it's been several, top, two early top 25s come out this week. We're in both of them, I think. And Arkansas has been rated as high as like, what, 14th, 10th, I think. I know we're 20th in one of them. Yeah, 20th in the ESPN one that I had pulled up here a minute ago. Um, but they did talk about Jones and Joe likely coming back, and that was part of the reason for their rating. Um, well, there's that seven foot three tall guy that can play in the middle and shoot the ball too. So. Yeah, so I mean, and that was a big part of it was having Connor Vanover come in. Um, JD oh, Note was a guy that averaged right at 16 points a game. He's he fly too, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, and then Moses Moody obviously coming in that could potentially be a one and done. Um, so well, you, there's three others that come with that movie yeah. that, are, that are not slouches. No, the but six nine man who can shoot and rebound. Moses is easily the highest yeah, rated. Definitely, Jalen Williams though is Gatorade Arkansas Player of the Year. So that's big. Congratulations to Jalen on that. We need some applause. Yay! <laughs> but uh, Drum so roll, please. big congrats to him getting that. Um, I think I saw another one where I think it was the was it the triple A. Somebody within the state voted, and they did co-player of the year. Imagine that. Right. I was like, really? We, we can't and have Jalen was one. Heston Kerstad, co. Yeah. Robert Moore, co. Yeah. He, yeah. Mason Jones, co. How, how about that, that we ended up the final. Co everything. The final player of the week award, and we, didn't even, we never talked about this, but the final player of the week award of the baseball season, Robert Moore, was co-player of the week. Again, <laughs> we couldn't get one. I'm so mad that I don't get to see that dude play oh, this season. Man, we, I mean, technically, we probably wouldn't even be doing this podcast if sports were normal right now, because we'd probably still be in Oxford, Mississippi. Oh, we would be. There's no doubt. So we might be doing it from the Grove. That'd be fun. That would be cool. <laughs> That'd have been kind of neat. Yeah, weird to load up all this stuff and take it with us. I got a carrying case. It'd have been easy. Okay, we can do it at my house. <laughs> That'd have been fantastic. We'd have been all Let's over. Just go that. over to the condo and be like, all right, we're setting up shop for one day. But so I look at the so you look at these top twenty fives and it's interesting. Um, number one, Arkansas is finally getting respect. I mean, they need it. Consensus top twenty out of every poll that came out. Um, great recruiting class coming in. People are noticing the fact that we have a recruiting gonna class start carrying over too. It's going to gain speed going downhill. Yeah, and I mean, well, and you you look at the other. I mean, so this class should the twenty twenty one class should shape up to be pretty good as well. Um, Arkansas is really highly yeah, on Duncan some, Powell for sure that we, yeah, he's their only he's commit. committed. Um, but there's a lot of pieces out there. 
that um, that'll come to form for 2021. Who do we have that's going to be a senior this year? Obviously, if Mason Jones comes back, he's a senior. Um, Desi would be a junior. Chaney's a junior. Henderson's a junior. Joe's a junior. Vanover would be a sophomore or junior. Let's see. Off the top of my head. Yeah, so, yeah, Desi the would be a with junior. The funny name. Ababwable. Gentile still is gone. <laughs> of course, J.D. Note would be a senior. Uh, I swear it feels like Ty Stevens has been here for 20 years. Um, <laughs> that was the Jonathan Adams guy or Jonathan Holmes or John Holmes, Holmes. John Holmes, yeah. yeah. The porn star. Stevens, Stevens will be a senior. Um, He's not on the scholarships, though, man. I'm st- Vanover would only be a junior. Ethan Sucks. would be a junior. He loses a year of eligibility. Let's see that. Bebe, whatever. Ab- Abayami Ayola, whatever his name is. I think he transfers. Um, I think uh, it'd be a wise decision. Yeah, I don't think he hangs around. So he would be a senior next year as well. But I bet he grad transfers somewhere. You'd think he would if he has that ability. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, you're talking Still real, not a big recruiting class coming in two years out. No, no. So, but I mean, they should still have a pretty good class. And now, then 2022 class is going to have to be something big. Well, the 2022 we'll losing a lot. class in this state is pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> what I hear. Darian Ford's no joke. I mean, yeah. you got some, <laughs> you got some Dude, pieces. Like a little Atlas playing basketball. Yeah. Th- that, that class is. The kid will play football somewhere being built like that though. Watch. They say, I've read some stuff and they, they say it could be better than even this 2020 class. And, you know, people count the 2020 class. They count KK and they count Moses as being Arkansas kids, even though they technically didn't come out of the state of Arkansas. When well, they, was all did. they just decided to go to schools that would get them no, more notoriety. Yeah, but when you look at it, so I didn't realize like this. like the neighbor kid over here. Yeah, but you know he's no longer rated in the state of Arkansas because he's now in the state of Virginia. So oh, really? Yeah, so he would have been the number one or two player in next year's class, but because he's now out in Virginia, I don't know what he's rated in Virginia. I but just would like to see him in hog gear, and that's probably not going to happen. I don't think so. it's going to happen, but we'll hopefully. Maybe I've talked to, to them, and I think Let we'll get. Let me talk to Muss and tell him what I think about his recruiting. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get Jalen. pay me part of his salary, and I'll just tell him what to do. We're going to shoot to get Jalen Ricks. Jalen Ricks is who we're talking about. He's a class of 2021 player at Oak Hill, um, and he's, he lives across the street from me. And so we were – we were uh, he has I, his own basketball court. Yeah, I mean, we, come on. I've talked to him several times. He was out there shooting today. We got to talking. But um, I'm going to try to get him. He's a very soft-spoken kid, though. He's not He's not flashy. He doesn't talk he's a lot. He's tall, so. though. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely tall. This was six six and some change, so got a lot of size on him. He's he. You just need to get him to sell me his car once he goes pro. Yeah, You're like I just want your car that you have now, dude. Come on. Yeah. So he, I mean, he's visiting car from him. Okay, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if Dad's gonna let it go after yeah. that. He's got the vet in the garage. I mean, he'll be all right. No, that's the that was the Mike Anderson vet we joked about. <laughs> Shh, can't say that too loud. Somebody's gonna. It's fine now. Yeah. Blame it on St. John's. His, his exact quote to me was, well, I mean, if Mike wants to make the payment, I'll send it to him <laughs> when I asked him <laughs> if that's where he got it. so Because when they unloaded that sucker on a Sunday afternoon out of the truck down the street, that was pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'm, I'd like to get him on the podcast as well just to kind of talk about the recruiting and, and how that's gone. And I know he really enjoyed A&M. Um, A&M got a big commitment this week. They got that seven foot three, 13 rebound a game kid. So, oh, the yeah. one that was in the transfer portal? Yeah. That would have been kind of cool to pair both of them together. Yeah. Yeah. He went the other way. Screw you, Buzz Williams. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but Buzz speaking. Buzz is a hell of a coach, though. So. He is. They're going to really go up the, up the uh, 
up I the hope. board, so to speak, unfortunately. I hope not. They will. Watch. Um, yeah. I don't want it to. So, so speaking of the transfer portal, we talked Quidditch a little bit station. about Justin Turner a little bit ago out of Bowling Green. Um, Arkansas seems to be in a really good spot with him. Um, and then the other guy is Jordan Brunner from Yale. He is a 6'9", 205-pounder, averaged 11 points and just under 10 rebounds a game, four assists. Yeah, shot 44% from the field, and you'll like this. He's a big man that can shoot free throws. <laughs> Woo! 86% free throw shooter last year. Like butter. Now, that was only in 10 games. But <laughs> over his career. You seriously just gave me an average of 86%? How many free throws did he shoot? I don't Total. know. It's not there. Um, good, good comeback. <laughs> okay, fine. Over his career in a lot of games, I'm not going to add that up. Um, 74. He's right around 75, 76%. I'll still take it. At a 6'9 guy, I'll take that all day long. Foul him. Long arms, he's almost reaching there. Yeah, he's not a guy that you can just, the hack a, hack a Jordan. Hack shack. Yeah. So um, so those are two guys that I think we, we as, as Hog fans, we need to keep a really close eye on. Um, I was going to look. Hang on. Let me see if I can find this article real quick. Oh, any of like Biscuits. Oh, I'm going to move this computer so I don't have to keep breaking my neck. Break your neck. To chat. Oh. And I'm going to take out your mic. You're welcome. This is going to be a really good podcast. You guys enjoy it. Don't do that. Now I can't see. Jackass. Oh, let's see. So he has. Is your mother with that mouth? Yeah. No. Um, he's now considering Alabama, Baylor, Maryland, Gonzaga, Arkansas, and Louisville. That is a high-quality group of teams to be considering. I mean, let's see. Alabama's top 25. Well, not this year. But they It'll could be pretty be. good. Baylor, top two, three. Uh-huh. Maryland's a top team. With a throw-together team. Gonzaga's going to be the number one team to open the season next I don't year. Like Gonzaga, never have. Care less about them. Louisville's going to be highly rated next year. So that's a lot. That, that's that's a tough one. We'll see how it fits. I, you know, we we talked about Marvo and him ending up in A&M, and I just wonder um, if a lot of that doesn't come down to the fact that he, you know, he would hear he's probably going to be limited on minutes. Uh, Everybody's going to be limited on minutes. Yeah, but a guy like that is a grad transfer. He's going to want to go somewhere where he's going to play 30 minutes a game. And I'm not saying that he may. Well, you earn what you play for. And, and he may earn that here. But I think the thing is, is they're going to want Vanover on the floor because of the way he stretches the floor. And I yeah, don't think. Like cheating. And I don't think that you would run those two guys on the floor at the same time, even though they play a little differently. Arkansas is going to want guards on the floor, and they're going to want guys that can shoot. And and so I don't you know a seven foot three guard. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> what do they list? Him? They list him as a four or a center. No, he's a center. Yeah, he's a center. So he'll, but he'll step. You know, obviously, he can step Dunk out and shoot the three without leaving the ground. Yes, pretty much. It's great. <laughs> it's like, oh, let me get on my tippy toes. I'm gonna put this in. Yeah. So, and I think we're working on getting an interview with him. By the way, not on here, but on our. Uh, on our platform, so keep an eye out for that. Yeah. I think Justin's working on something, um, which would be really cool. Something. Right? He always complains about all kinds of stuff, so about time he actually brought something to the Crack t- a whip, boy. <laughs> he actually usually has really good articles yeah. during football season, so um, just don't have any football to write about right now. No spring ball, no nothing. It's just blah. So um, be all right. Yeah, we'll live. America will come back. Yeah. Yes, we will. Better never. So how about all that? Hey, it's going to happen one way or another. Um, so yeah, I mean, so you start looking at lineups for next year. It could be very interesting to see kind of where this, uh, you know, where this, where this team goes for next year. What are you, what are you doing? Looking at your counter. 
Why are you looking at my counter? Because it's interesting. I didn't think we were that far into this. <laughs> I know. You get to talking, man. This thing So we used to, when when Zach and I were doing this and Will was here, he had a little timer over here that we kept up. So Shut up. Could, Gotta go to break. So we could, yeah, exactly. No. It's been, 50, it's been 17 minutes, you guys. We can't do anymore. Because apparently used to, Will said we couldn't load more than 10 minutes at a time or some crap. Thanks a lot. So, I count it. <laughs> but now we're good. Now we have a new system, new new everything. So, um, but, uh, but yeah. Progression. So, Progression is a good thing. Yes, absolutely. So you start looking at the lineup, the lineup potentially for next year for basketball, the starting five. And you got to. Who do you put out there? So. Wait. What, you want me to do mine first? You can do yours first. No, nah, go ahead. Okay. So, <laughs> So obviously, I think Vanover steps right into that that role. Of, I would one hundred percent agree yeah. with that. So, I, and I and I think he does that over Jalen Williams. I'm not going to think point. for myself here. Okay, good idea. <laughs> so feed um, it to me. Yes. So Van over there. Can I get the second one? Go for it. Moses Moody. Moses Moody will be a starter. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. without a doubt. There's no question. Um, Your turn. My turn. All right. So Isaiah Joe at the other guard because I think he comes back. I would agree with that one hundred percent. Okay. Um, I think you can kind of toss up between maybe KK or if Mason Jones is there, which I really want to see Mason back because, well, I think he deserves to come back and have a proper send-off and then be higher ranked in the draft for next year. So they actually have Vanover listed as a forward. (laughs) (laughs) That's a big-ass forward. If that boy had some weight on him, that dude would be serious. Yeah, he would. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, favorite player in the NBA, NFL, <laughs> NBA has to be Taco Fall. Yes. Dude yes. is 7'6", like 300 pounds, yes. and straight man. Well, Standing besides Shaquille O'Neal, he makes him look small. Yeah, that, and that's hard. To, that's really hard to do. And that is a grown human, yeah. for sure. So either way, though, Vanover starts at the five. I mean, we're not yeah. going to argue that. Vanover starting at the five. Yeah, Vanover, Moody, obviously Isaiah Joe. Like I said, I think KK could possibly start. Of course, you know. Possibly, I think you get. De- I think Desi starts over over KK early on, and it maybe tough. Maybe you roll to a point where Desi is, you know, where they're interchange like he was this year. Where he came mm. off the bench a lot. He's, he did great with that though. He like, did. He really, 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 really flourished this year. I mean, that fourth, third, or fourth score that you needed. I mean, he had a couple of bad games in there, but who doesn't? You know. Yeah. You're playing against top quality competition. Yeah. Once you get an SEC play. Well, he made a huge step up this year. He was a big, big piece of this team. I, I think it was the red streak in his hair. It absolutely was. It was Once he got rid banana. of the banana, it made him so much better. So, I like Ethan at the four. Really? Yeah. I think Ethan takes a huge step next year. You think the cotton ball actually becomes like a rock? I do. I think it makes a difference. I think he's... I like Ethan Henderson. Though. I think Ethan's your four next year. I, originally starting this season, I figured he was going to be one of the ones that transferred out. But now I look at it as Morris Chaney might transfer out. Yeah. And we keep Ethan Henderson. Obviously, Coach likes what he sees with him. Just starting towards the end of the season and everything, and I mean, we—I think we've all had the same complaints with him. You know, he's just—he doesn't finish hard like you think he should, but he gets out there. He's got great energy as long as he stays out of foul trouble. You don't know. I mean, where do you go? Yeah. Now that being said, if Jordan Brunner comes here, now that's yeah. your—that's your four probably. Mm-hmm. So at least until you find find Jalen Williams' legs and where he is, it he's going to play a big factor next Jaylen, year as well. It's six nine and still shoot. You know, yeah. it might be it might even be six ten. Yeah, who knows? He he's right there, six nine, six ten. Yeah, he, he could come in here right at you know that six eleven, six ten range. Um, that is a lot of long man to run and shoot a ball. Yeah. Both of them are. If you put both of them on the court at the same time, the, the separation, the, the yeah, separation you get is just 
ridiculous. Yeah. I look forward to that. And so I long rebounds if they don't make the shot. Yes. <laughs> so I, I, I think, you know, that lineup and then you, you've also got to think about Justin Turner, another guy that could potentially be on campus at guard. That's a guy that you think plugs right into where Mason was playing. Um, and so can't forget about old Devo over there in Jacksonville. Yeah. And right he's going to play a role as well. He's I mean, going to come big, in and bigger body still plays guard. And how close was he to averaging a triple double this season? I mean, I know he was, Every time I seem to look at it on on the stats that were brought up on like Twitter, yeah, the kid was having another triple double. I don't know. I have to go back and look. Might be a good idea. It's about time we get Kevin McPherson back on the podcast. Yeah, it might be so a good idea. He can he can really throw down some stuff on these guys. We had him on several months ago. It'd probably be a good idea to have him back. You should give him a call. I will. Not right now. That oh, might bother okay. him. He could be doing other Excuse stuff. Excuse me. It's Sunday night. You want to talk on radio? Yeah, we ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> we should we should cold call Zach. Be like, hey, idiot, what you got? <laughs> Carl, you should call him and be Carl. Hey, <laughs> what are you doing over there? <laughs> That'd be fantastic. You know what? We should totally because we're gonna we're gonna try the Zoom conferencing thing for Wednesday night for around the diamond to see if the audio is any better. <laughs> we should have totally done that to Zach tonight. It'd have been hilarious. We're just trying this out. He'd have been like, "What's Zoom?" The <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to have a Zoom conversation on the last podcast. Yeah, yeah. You finally figured that out, like yeah, afterwards, and yeah. yeah. So, Too much brain power to do something I've never done before. So I couldn't really find a whole lot of football stuff to talk about. But I did find something interesting. Um, ESPN put their FPI project projections out for next year. Predictions are top 25. What's that? So it's their football power index. Oh, that yeah. word. Yeah, so gotcha. um, Arkansas plays six teams from that FPI next year. Taking us to the woodshed early, are they? Y- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Gonna pull this up. Again. I'm still going to Notre Dame if we can. Oh, we're going to Notre Dame. Yeah, we're gonna talk that. That's happening. I'm getting handicapped parking somehow and a shuttle. Let's see. Touchdown, Jesus. Where is that? Darn. Anyway, this is good stuff. What are you looking for? I was trying to find that FBI. I have it oh. written down, but I was gonna try to find the actual. Um... Oh, I don't know where it went. And while you're looking for that, what's your view on them? Taking the Olympics and saying, "Ah, it's going to be a year, Nate, a year later." They're in Tokyo, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's say if they're in China, we should just take them away altogether. <clears throat> but um, since they're, I think it's the right choice. I mean, you got athletes that should be training right now. That while they may be training at home, they're not able to train like they normally would. Um, and then, I mean, more importantly than that is the travel concerns. I mean, we know those countries are inundated with this stuff. You got to figure that hopefully by this point next year. That you there's a vi- that there's a vaccine, mm-hmm. um, and and some sort of cure for this crap, and, and that as we long don't have to worry it about mutate it. Mutate and jump into like thirty seven different strands. I think we'll be okay on that. Well, I mean, it's I think you it's, can only hope for it to be because if it didn't, we're gonna be in trouble. I think to some extent it's already mutating, and there's some you know crazy stuff that's happening with it. I mean, you see the was the forty two year old uh, female that died that had zero. Joe Diffie died with complications. Yeah, today. well, no telling how many packs of cigarettes Joe Diffie chain smoked a day. Bunch. So, but there was a girl. There was the forty two year old in Little Rock that just passed away. Had no. She had. She was healthy as could be. And I think I heard there was a twenty something year old male that that died as well. Had a baby die. You know, a couple. The days baby ago. Yeah, up in Chicago, I think. Yeah, Chicago, Chicago, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's definitely wasn't a gunshot wound in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Sorry. Were we, did, I'm sorry. No, but I'm not. 
<laughs> but did you see? No guns allowed in that city, but guess what? The Baltimore sure mayor came out and literally begged people to stop shooting each other so that the hospitals wouldn't be overrun and they could take care of coronavirus. He <laughs> literally, yes, right? no, I we swear. shooting each other. Yeah, it was, he literally came out. going on in bullet holes. <laughs> he literally like came out. and shot it at Benton McDonald's. Oh, I know. Week. I haven't read the whole story. Actually, That's like down the street from you. The lady came in from to work and was like, yeah, that was my... My, my daughter's friend or something, and she couldn't even go up there and see her because, you know, she doesn't have any family here, but they won't let anybody in the hospital mm-hmm. other than, like, significant others. And she only had her phone, and nobody can come see her at all. Wow. I was like, got shot five times, and, and four of the bullets, uh, they're leaving them in because it's more of a risk to take them out. Right. Apparently, it was shot by another co-worker. Was it a co-worker? Yeah. Like, okay. I knew it was something. Their co-worker just Dude domestic. ran, crashed his car, and then ran, ran back, back to the McDonald's and got arrested there. It's like, hey, back. Sorry. My bad. Can I, I didn't mean to over? Yeah. Let's start this whole thing over. All I heard was she emptied a clip on her. Wow. Five so, shots. I didn't, what kind of clip is that? That was seriously upset Small about one. some hash browns right there. Man, that McFlurry machine must have been broken. <laughs> no it's always broken. They ought to be used to that. I'm going to be flurry. I got something for your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Busting caps. But So the football team, <laughs> transitioning, the football team, 19, they play, they, they get number Rabbit 19, hole. Tennessee. Yeah. Number 19, Tennessee in the, in this early FPI projections by ESPN. Um, Auburn at 15. Great. <laughs> Wait, they but, forget who the OC there is. Right, exactly. So yeah, we'll see By how that works way. out. Yeah, we'll see how that actually. And actually, I think they talked about this in this article. It's the shiesty uh, bastard. Yeah. Auburn, this was the exact take from uh, from 24-7 Sports actually. says, Auburn is a tough team to project in 2020. Bo Nix is going to suck next year. Yeah, given, according, not according to Bo Nix. Given the or no, that wasn't that was uh Clemson um, Taj Boyd is the one that came out and said that Taj Boyd retarded. Bo Nick's gonna be insanely good. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it says. But Chad Morris promises to reignite a rushing attack that was largely non-existent at times last season. We're only gonna implement about thirty percent of this offense, dude. How they don't have any off season? Exactly. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna get like five percent. See, we got a whole new staff. We're in real trouble. I don't know. I think our staff's a little better than what. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> we'll see how we that works so. out. Um, Please, Kendall. Yeah. <laughs> Please do something. Notre Dame at nine. I don't like Notre Dame. I don't either. That would be awesome to upset them in week Rudy, two. Rudy, Rudy, it's the only cool thing that's ever happened with Notre Dame. <laughs> that would be that, so much fun though to what, upset. What was that them. dude's name that had the fake girlfriend? And oh, uh, yeah, his girlfriend yes, caused COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah, his girlfriend got COVID nineteen. She does. She was the first. She was yeah, the first person to get it. So, <laughs> but yeah, number nine. And she moved to North Korea. How about this though? Texas A and M at eight. Kellen Mond, still. I think so. Yeah, they're talking about him being a Heisman, How? like dark horse. I don't, I don't see it. They are consistently overrated. Yeah, I would uh, definitely agree with them being consistently overrated. Of course, they play a pretty tough schedule too every single season. I mean, you play Alabama, you play LSU, just like we do, but we just don't but, get any clout because we're two and ten for the past two. But years. we also don't get the talent that they've been getting. No, and and I mean, they you got, got a national championship too. coach now, yeah. so we'll see. I, this is their year, I think. It if, has to if, be. if they're going to do something, Jimbo's going to prove that he's worth that $75 million contract. This is it. I mean, this is when he's got to start turning that corner well, for better sure. better do something. Well, better do what? Get fired and get $75 million? Oh, man. The Darn. rest of his 75? The, the Chad Morris effect. Yeah, right? So, And what's he? He's we'll only what's he been there, four scheme. years? Three or four. So, I, I mean, three. 
Yeah. So he's still got to have like, what, six, seven years left on that deal? No, this is his third or will be his third, I'm pretty sure. Either way, he's got six or seven years left on that deal. Yeah. I mean, a lot of money you're going to cut a check to get rid of that. They cut him a 10 year or was it a seven years? 10 years, seven and a half million. So 75 total. Yeah. Yeah. All guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed, 100%. That that oil money paying paying dividends down there or something, I guess. It's like Oklahoma State with T Boone Pickens. Well, T Boone. Yeah, T Boone died, didn't he? Yeah, but the money's still there. <laughs> yeah, but somebody else is taking, well, surely he left He's it. still going. I promise you, he you, left a bunch of it to the Okies. You, Go you, Pokes. You think he did what, what Ole Miss was asking folks to do last week? Boy. <laughs> Boy. I heard about that before you sent it to me. Dude. And I was like, this can't be real. There's no way that they're saying, hey, if you're going to die from COVID, please donate your money to the school. Please give. I'm trying to pull that. Yeah, that is pathetic. Hang on a minute. Here we go. Okay, so Joe, I'm disappointed. This is this is an actual letter sent out to, I guess, donors. Yeah, yeah. this was to a donor because oh this God. donor actually gift planning. There is a common expression that change is the only constant in life. We often experience this with our careers, our COVID. residences, even our families. Sometimes situations COVID. change around us and develop developments in our health, laws, and or the financial you landscape present new challenges. Give me your money. In those times, it is beneficial to consider revisiting the content of your will. Like, this is sounding good right now. Like, this is good information for folks, right? Yeah. Like, like check so your nice. will just in case you die. How die. do you put a letter together like this? It's, yeah. especially, Make sure that the University of Mississippi is in your will when you kick the bucket. I feel like Lane Kiffin had something to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> you probably lost that water. Boy, that was close. <laughs> it was almost to my lips. So just like your home, your estate plan needs regular maintenance to reflect situations and circumstances you faced. By adding a bequest in your will, you guarantee that the priorities in your life are matched to your legacy. Also, by expressing the philanthropic priorities of your life, you can continue investing in the students, faculty, mission, and values of the University of Mississippi. A bequest included as a provision in your will is the simplest, most efficient way to distribute your estate. The first 100000 you give will go directly to Akia Henry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> To pay off his department oh, in Fayetteville. Man. And just and maybe give his mom some money so he can go back to the University of Mississippi for his senior season. I just thank you and have a great day. I'm I'm Your just boy Lane Train <laughs> Kiffin. <laughs> you gotta figure Lane Kiffin. Oh man, that's so terrible. Oh, hey, Tony. there's egg on your head because of what you said. Yes. Look, regular old Dr. Seuss <laughs> with a goose. Also had a papoose. Oh, man. All right. Now you just went too far. So, 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 um, this is not very good use. No. All right. So, Bama's four, by the way, at the end of our FBI here. Duh. With old Mac Wilson. Clemson, number one. Mm, we don't like, play Clemson. Let's see. No, I know what I was just saying. Clemson, Clemson, Ohio State, and uh, Oklahoma rounded out the top three. Yeah. So, um, wait. Oklahoma? Yeah. Spencer Rattler. It's the Spencer Rattler time now. Yeah. We'll see how they do with an actual quarterback they have to develop versus one that just comes in ready to play. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. So the only other thing that I really um, had to uh, had to bring up was our <clears throat> our good buddy, our favorite ever, John Jones, gets arrested again. Damn! <laughs> but, come on, man! <laughs> but, you gotta hit the come on, man, on that one. Here's hit the button. I gotta. It's not set. You big dummy! I you didn't even name it. Hit it. Oh, come on, man. See, there we go. There it is. Better. Oh, come on, man. One Mm -hmm. more time. Oh, come on, man. You got to learn, son. (laughs) I think, wait, I think he got arrested. Maybe one more time. Oh, come on, man. (laughs) 
The best part is what he up with the dumbass. I'm here to tell you. The best part is what he freaking told the the officers when he got arrested. He was getting stir crazy at home because of the coronavirus pandemic. So he decided to drink and drive. Well, there's less cars on the street for him to hit. I mean, <laughs> but so he did said, he have a seatbelt on? Um, <laughs> they do not have him for a no seatbelt violation well, here. That's so. good. He was being safe, sort of. He's he, so he told cops he had a drink, a drink of vodka earlier in the day, and then blew a like double the legal limit. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, was charged with DWI, negligent use of a firearm, possession of an open container, and driving with no proof of insurance. How does dude not? Have, I don't know. How do you not yeah. have proof of insurance? I don't know. It's like everybody, they don't even ask you for that anymore. It's like you got registration, driver's license. But I wish I would have. I wish I had oh, the we body. We don't need your insurance. We can tell that off your tags. That's the dumbest thing yeah. in the world. I wish I had the body cam footage, but the shows have taken the sobriety show it on test. The podcast? Walking, no, but the 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 audio, if we could get it to work, would be fantastic because the, the stuff that John Jones does is awesome. He said, "You am, yeah, your bones, Jones, and a dumbass." He said he he had to start one over because he wasn't counting. He said because he had ADD. Then, <laughs> then he told wow. the officer. He said, I get punched in the head for a living. <laughs> yeah, you try to block those, homie. And then later, when the officer asked later if he had any questions about a different test, Jones said, no, but my short-term memory is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Too many punches there, cuz. You might want to retire. Yeah. He was, he was then uh, given a breathalyzer test, which he failed. It had a, a BAC, which was twice the legal limit. They found a handgun under the driver's seat and a bottle of te- a bottle of tequila. Next I got to a that. permit for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure mine. he probably said that it's too. Not mine. It's in the pass- it's passenger's car. Sir, you don't have a passenger. I know, but it's still his. It ain't my gun. <laughs> said Who's officers. His? I don't know. Officers were responding to a report of a gunshot when they found Jones in his car, according to police. Jones reportedly said he knew nothing about the gunshot, but told police he was being nice to homeless people and talking to them before the cops arrived. That's spreading COVID. Yeah. <laughs> he said he, he's scared for his family while he was being put in a police car. Said So, you know, he was arrested in 2012 for DUI, um, then positive for cocaine in 14. Yeah, and then, a little cocaine never hurt nobody. Yeah, and then turned himself, <laughs> yeah. I don't like it how it feels. I like the way it smells. It's hurt a lot. <laughs> It's hurt a lot of careers, I can tell you that. Um, and Slightly. then the hit and run Ask in 2015. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Randy Moss had a hit and run back in the day, but he had a cop. Yes, he did. With the car. <laughs> yeah. She was in the road. Get out oh, of the way, bitch. Oh, man, that was bad. Uh, oh, you have to edit that wheel, sorry. No, you won't. It's all good. Oh, I don't need to say that. <laughs> yeah, he probably will anyway. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize to Will. I'm not apologizing to Will. Smart guy. <laughs> Math problem. Uh, so, so what's going to fool Pimdas? So, what's going to happen with John Jones at this point? Now, I mean, does uh, does the UFC take any take any action? I hope not. Do they strip him <laughs> of his belt again and just finally kick him out altogether? No, because he's one of their top, you know, earners. I guess you could say your top. What do they call it? A gate draw? Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah, ticket draw, whatever. Pay per view. At this point, pay per view draw because can't nobody go to them. Yeah. So they're still going to try to do the Khabib fight. The Khabib fight. They need fight. to because I'd like to see Ferguson stomp a hole in that dude. But. Was it 
Cormier, somebody come out last week. DC. One of them come out last week and said um, that they're like 99% certain they have the place wrapped up where they're going to have the fight. So I hope so. Um, obviously, I do too. We need something. That's I'm, one that's been, they've been trying to get that fight going for like three years, yeah, maybe four. If it doesn't happen now, it's like, it's, okay, we might as well just give up cause yeah, it's, because it's failed for so many different reasons. Yeah, but those two need to fight. Like I said, Tony Ferguson is, like he said, he's a contract killer. That dude is bad. Yeah. Have you seen the faces yeah. of the last seven people he's fought? Yeah. It, that I mean, fight's going to be something. He plays Pat Face real good. To the point of where you don't want to stand in front of him and his pace is a monster. Yeah. So the New York Post has said about uh, John Jones that the UFC must suspend him for at least one year. It's the only course of so action. So he fights twice a year. So yeah. he's going to lose one or two fights. But, I mean, you keep getting suspended. At some point, you've pushed this guy out. Of, he's pushed himself out of his prime. I mean, he's out of his prime now. Have you yeah. seen his last few fights? Yeah, but I wonder he's about. He's still good enough to beat anybody and everybody out there. He does just enough to win, though. He hasn't dominated anyone in a long time. Okay, so that brings me to a question then, and then we'll wrap this thing up. But Probably need to because we um, haven't even talked about no baseball, damn sad. I know, right? Well, we talked about a lot of that with Phil Elson, so catch that on around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That um, guy, who's that? But so that. The that, voice of the Razorbacks. <laughs> Yeah, it's not what I said to start the damn like podcast. Him. I screwed that up. Well, you're good at it. So, but so my question though about John Jones is, is is this something he's doing purposefully to show that he's more of a technical fighter and he's not really just trying to dominate well, folks? Reyes, or, or Dominic Reyes was his name mm-hmm. the last time. He didn't really hit him. Well, the first round or two he did, but after that, he couldn't put his hands on it. Yeah, but even John Jones admitted after that fight that he underestimated Reyes. Oh, yeah. And and that Reyes was a lot tougher than he thought he was Mm going to be. He thought that he could play the technical game and then knock him out and be done with it, and that's not what happened at all. Yeah. So John admitted, and maybe that's the first step of him realizing, hey, I'm not as badass as I thought I was. Um, and, yeah. and it's time for me to start making some changes. Well, the other guy that tore his ACL fighting him, I think he would have beat him. Honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah. If the guy not blowing a knee out, he would have beat the hell out of John Jones. Yeah, he was beating him before he blew the knee yeah, out. So, was, so yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, um, how, how long have we gone here? That guy walked out of the ring. John Jones left the arena in a wheelchair. Yeah, that, that was night. stupid. That was so dumb. So <laughs> just wrapping things up, I do want to talk about Major League Baseball. I know we talked about it a little bit with uh, with Phil on, on last week's podcast on Around the Diamond, but um, some things that what podcast was that around the diamond? Okay. You don't want to miss it. Sure. Don't want to miss it. Uh, make sure you subscribe around the diamond. Tells you all about baseball. That's right. Well, and you don't want to miss Phil Elson. No, but, um, Phil Elson? I don't, you know, we talked about some of that. Let me find, so I'm going to find a tweet real quick because this was something that we didn't talk too much about on that podcast. But the question is right now, the draft and how it's going to potentially impact and we're going to use this just from Arkansas's everything, perspective. Everything. Well, yeah, but, but from Arkansas's perspective, what it could impact. So um, some guys that it will impact, obviously, I think Zeb Vermillion, draft eligible. We'll see where he ends up. I don't believe that Zeb is a top 10 round pick. And if that's the case, then he has to come back. Because as, of, as of right now. For him. Yeah. MLB is looking to push the draft back to sometime in July from June. Likely a 10-round draft, but could possibly be a five-round draft. Bonus deferment, 10% up front. So they only get 10% of their bonus up front, 45% of it in July of 21, and the rest on and the other 45% in July of 22. I've also heard. That sucks. I, well, and I've also read in another article that I had pulled up that in um, that anybody, if they do do a 10 round, that anything from fifth round on, the bonus cap is $20,000. Golly. So. 
I feel bad for our juniors. Especially, yes. I mean, any of them. Well, maybe even, not, though. Even even a Kerstad, who's going to be a top 10 pick. Right. And, and we'll see in the... If he's not a top 10 pick, something's wrong with the world. Well, so that, this, well, and right now, I think the last, perfect game just put theirs out, and he was 17 to the Red Sox, which would be kind of cool to see him and, and Benny. I don't even like the um, Red Sox. Even with two hogs in the outfield, I still don't like <laughs> I don't the Red either, Sox. But I'll watch them just for that. Um, but so, the, the guys... I, when do the Cardinals draft? I don't know. Because I'd rather see him in a card. Yeah. So the interesting thing to me, though, is is how it will impact these guys. And probably maybe about the time this podcast comes out or sometime next week, we should have word on what the NCAA is going to do with spring sports. So and and, and if they're going to give everybody an extra year, just seniors and or how they're going to handle it. Why give, but the thing is, is they know so much about how baseball works. It's not fair just to give the seniors an extra season. I mean, how many seniors are on the baseball team? Well, it doesn't help. It really impacted anything this year. Right. Well, no, because you leave after your junior year. Yeah. You, you, baseball is sense. a different world. I mean, altogether. Yeah. So, I mean, the guys that you look at that, that this will impact, obviously, you know, any junior, well, any senior that's there, but any junior. So, Zeb is a guy that uh, obviously is going to have to come back. But Casey Opens is a guy that, that we think will be a top three or four round pick. He should be. Um, but a question I just thought about, I hate cutting you off, but. You can redshirt somebody in baseball, right? Yeah. So what happens if we redshirted Kerstad, Martin, Opitz, and Vermillion, and they were all considered redshirt juniors for next season? Well, you couldn't because they've already played enough this year that they've lost this season. They've already played their junior year. Well, that's dumb. So they've lost their junior year at this point. Well, they need to make a redshirt eligible for the entire season. That well, will, that's the thing. That'll is, fix everything if they do it that way. Yeah. Well, and, incoming freshmen will be the same. You know, you don't lose that year eligibility. Yeah, well, and you don't even lose a red shirt out of it. I mean, it's just the way Division Two did it was everybody gets another year. So from from freshman on, everybody gets another year. It, it's there's a big difference, obviously, at the Division One level because of the amount of guys that go pro. A lot of guys are, could potentially lose a ton of money. But the question would be, I mean, so Casey Martin in the perfect game, his rating, they, they've dropped him to the 113th rated player in the That's country. way down the line. Yeah, he was a top 10, pretty much consensus top 10, top 15 guy before the year started. He had a bad start. And he did. And it, well, it was carried off of a bad finish to last year. So the question is a guy like that, he gets a second chance at a junior year. You take that so in these shoes. Potentially. Well, so here's where here's where the dilemma comes in. And, and for me, you're only getting 10% of your money right now. What protections do you have? I mean, yeah, number one, the bonus pool was expected to go up 5% this year. It's not. They 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 knocked that out. So he's already not going to get as much money as he could have and what he may be able to get because that bonus pool is going to go up. Right. Maybe things pick up this year. They're able to play a full year next year. That bonus pool picks up next year. And so now he's in a better position in, in a situation where he can actually, you know, jump right into it and, and get paid next year with a higher bonus pool. Now maybe they maybe the bonus the numbers are still skewed because even now they're only going to get forty five percent of it next year, but there should be more money to spend to give out. I think if it's me and even Kerstad, if you're getting another junior year, come back. I would almost think about it now. Opitz, I don't know. I, Again, even Opitz situation, he could improve in stock enough that he could make a lot more money. Opitz was moving up, I think. He, he hit the ball really well. Yeah. You know, he had, his power numbers, obviously, he hit a couple home runs already. One or two, if I'm not mistaken. Two. That'd be a couple. Yeah, yeah two. <laughs> so, I mean, I think if anything like that, I think you take advantage of, of the, the year in the system. They consider college baseball to be like playing double-A ball anyway. Yeah. And if you get a lot better facilities, not to mention the construction on Arkansas's facility will probably 
Are they still working with that? I mean, so it'll be done. Yeah, they'll be able to actually take advantage of everything uh, yeah. there if they are on campus. There's still. some talk about it not being ready to start of next year, but yeah, it'll but be ready it'll next be year. Ready to go. Maybe, maybe not at the very beginning of the year. No, but these guys will be able to get it. I mean, even if you look down at even the Robert Moore and, and Christian Franklin and those guys, yeah. you know, I mean, look at the jump that, that Christian Franklin made from last year. Oh, this without year. a doubt. You know, you look at the jump that, I mean, well, Moore is just a different animal. Yeah. So, I mean, you really can't tell with him. I mean, he was only supposed to be a high school senior. Well, his improvement's going to be huge in this system as well. But, I mean, to me. Come back as a freshman. Freshman is actually supposed to be here next year. Yeah. You know, that's like almost like a bonus or getting a taste of what you're going to come into and then being that much more mature for it next year. Yeah, 100%. So, I think somebody like a Blake Adams will, will benefit from this. Uh, well, I think our pitching staff. will. Nolan will. Yeah. I mean, well, Nolan, guys. draft eligible sophomore, yeah, but I don't see any too. reason why he goes anywhere. He didn't and, have a good enough. If he had like a, a, a Isaiah Campbell style start from last year, Yeah, he would be a fool not to go. Yeah. The one thing that Opitz didn't get to do this year that really hurt is obviously – he didn't get to showcase his bat. Everybody knows no. what he does behind the plate. And had he had a full season hose, this year dude. against, yeah, had he had a full season this year against SEC level pitching and hit he the and hit in the, the three, goes yeah, and hit above three hundred, mm-hmm. then you're talking about potentially a first round yeah, guy. Yeah, you got to look at some Matt Goodhart. Yeah, I mean, and we don't know what Goodhart's going to. I mean, we know he's coming back just because of the injury. But yeah, but I mean, you look at somebody like that who's he's got a hell of a stick. But I mean. Yeah. You haven't seen him do much in the field just because of the injury to the shoulder. Yeah, he DH'd all of last year, played a couple games, I think, where he was actually at first or in the outfield. Mm-hmm. And then this year, you know, I mean, he couldn't play in the field because of that. I mean, had he been able to play in the field, you'd have seen him playing first, and you wouldn't have seen Cole Austin playing first base. Right. Well, and so the other guy too that that I think that this impacts potentially is a guy like Mason Wynn. So yeah. for you hog fans who don't know who Mason Wynn is, stud, yeah. straight stud, two way stud at that mound or shortstop, mm-hmm. he can play either one, um, and is special. Definitely like top three, top four round, if not oh, higher than. He's that. already projected by Perfect Game to be a first round pick. Even better than yeah. So the question though with Mason Wynn because his situation gets even muddier. So we talked about this with with Kevin Bohannon, and we talked about it with Phil Elson, even some too. But Kevin is adamant. He does not believe that Mason Wynn ends up on campus for a couple of different well, Tink, reasons. Tink will. And Tink's not bad yeah. either. So. Well, but for two different reasons. Number one is Mason is – so he's already he's already set to be a first-round pick. So if he goes in the first round – It's hard to turn that kind of money down. But, again, the money is only 10%. Yeah, yeah. He get, he's going to have a contract, but his bonus is where the money's at. For the start. For, yeah, for, for sure, the start. Like I said, when you're playing college ball, it's like double A. Double A ball don't they don't make much money until yeah. you get there. Right. And so for baseball him baseball does not pay. No. And so for him that bonus is where most of these kids that's where the money is. Mm-hmm. You're only getting ten percent of it. And and so I mean So on a million dollars you get a hundred thousand. Yeah. Still a lot of money, but it after won't taxes carry, it's not. <laughs> no, sixty or seventy thousand dollars. So I mean it's you know, yeah, it's good money and you know you got more coming. But the other more, was Kyler Murray's contract a couple of years ago. Oh, I'd have to like five here. million dollars or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because he had to pay it back. Because like, he had to give that back. Yeah. But I think he did the right thing. Oh well yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Number one pick in the NFL draft. So I mean, but you look at his situation and, and the money he could get, what he'll probably do though just because he has this option, is he's going to end up going Juco. Yeah, which and, sucks for us. And so he'll get out of his letter, of his LOI here, and make the jump to Juco, play one year, and then go pro. You go to San Jack. 
Oh gosh, I don't know where he'd end up. Potentially, um, that would probably be a good landing spot for him. But here's the thing: this is also where this could get interesting, and I don't know that that, that they'll do this. But Jackson Rutledge, what what if what if the NCAA comes out and says, you know, we're gonna we're gonna allow everyone basically to be draft eligible next year? So what if what if they make a decision? Love that. Yeah, so just he would go play big ball. He'd come here for a year and then go play pro ball. That was like a thing. That was one of my thoughts too, was to be able to, for one season, as of if you were a 2020 graduate of high school and you're going into college and had that potential just because of how everything was set up, it'd be a great way to do it, in my opinion. Because you give all those kids that were kind of kind of, kind of of hung on the fence, I guess you could say, on what you would want to do. So. Yeah. Well, they're going to have to do something because the scholarship numbers will get out of hand. Um, They'll have to do it for one year. That, I mean, that that would make sense to me. I don't know why they don't already make the decision. Right. So I don't know. We'll see what ends up happening, but it'll be interesting to see how things end up playing out. Um, but, man, that's about all I got for this week. We have blabbered on long enough for today. Yeah, we actually went an hour. I didn't mean to go an hour. But we went an hour. Sorry. So, oh, well. You'll enjoy it. You ain't got nothing else to do but sit at home and listen to this. Well. So... We appreciate you guys for listening to us this week. More than once. Yeah. We look forward to it next week. Please like, share, and subscribe. Mm -hmm. Leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Um, And don't forget to catch Around the Diamond this week as we will have Coach Gum on with us. um, And that should be out on Thursday. Please leave us some comments on Facebook or something when we share this. Yeah. Let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. We'll be glad to do a little research on it. Absolutely. Let us know what we can do. Until next time, Woo Pig. Woo Pig. Like a flea. You gotta get out of here, Jack. Get out of here, bro. Act like I'm blind. What you do? Georgia, Georgia. I cannot give you a dime. And then like Atlanta, I came out of Charlotte. You know they took me some time. Okay. And I hold up the family you wanna be meeting. You better go get on your grind. Yeah. What you gonna say at the Grammy? Shout out to God and my daughter and shout out my mom. And oh yeah, it's the baby what you heard about me. I put that n- up, not lacking, lacking nervous rhyming. I'm in the rental truck, sticked up like Walker, Texas Ranger. I'm on my grind like fuck a bitch. I get some, get some later. Now that you love our podcast, don't forget to join Zach every Friday night at 7 p.m. for Natural State Sports Live. Zach covers the biggest sports news in the state each week, complete with tons of fan interaction. Make sure you like Natural State Sports on Facebook and sign up for live notifications so you won't miss this week's episode.